the war isn't over or even slowing. Avdivka in the east, the next town, Moscow, wants to slowly swallow. Endless Ukrainian drone videos show the huge losses. The latest US intelligence estimate, Russia has had 13,000 casualties here. A huge number offered without evidence, but a clear bid to show American aid to Ukraine is, right now, hurting Russia. The lack of a potent summer breakthrough means Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky faces perhaps his toughest weeks ahead. He had to take time away from fighting Europe's biggest war since the 40s to get caught between these two politicians as they have their own squabble. Here on Capitol Hill, the lawmakers are eager to go home for the holidays at the end of the week. In Ukraine, weeks later, they may start running out of money on the front lines. It is life and death, one helicopter pilot in the east told me. Uh, it will be very difficult for us to fight without your assistance, but we have no choice. This is very serious things because unfortunately we don't have enough power within our country to support our army, but we extremely need it. This is just a question, this is just a point of our survival. Russia is relentless, shelling the city of Kherson hard most nights and mornings this week. And, said Ukraine's security service, possibly behind a cyber attack, hitting a major cell phone provider. It impacted air raid sirens, air raid alerts on phones, and added to the sense of Putin moving in on what's left of civilian safety in Ukraine as winter looks bleaker. Now, Volodymyr Zelensky returns to Ukraine, likely without achieving the thing that this trip hoped he would do, with some officials here warning that salaries for doctors, first responders on the front lines may indeed run out in January, with clear public tension with his chief of staff, who ran the counteroffensive that hasn't yielded the results that Ukraine and its Western backers wanted, the defence minister even today joking that he hadn't heard whether or not the chief of staff had indeed been fired. He hasn't, just for clarity. But Ukraine also experienced consistent Russian shelling, attacks on infrastructure, the cell phone service nationwide experiencing what Ukraine said was a Russian cyber attack today. The problem's yeah. mounting, but this key one, a lack of financing, will burn in the next weeks very hard, Erin. All right, Nick, thank you very much in Zaporizhia. And out front now, longtime Putin critic uh, Bill Browder. He was once the largest foreign investor in Russia. Now he's on Putin's wanted list. He's also the author of Freezing Order, a true story of money laundering, murder, and surviving Vladimir Putin's wrath. So, Bill, President Joe Biden said today that if Congress fails to pass this supplemental aid package, it's going to give Putin what he called the greatest Christmas gift. Um, is this how Putin sees it? And there, there's no question. I mean, uh, so the Ukrainians showed us two years ago that that with some resources, um, even though they were outmanned and outgunned, they could fight the Russians back. And a war that should have lasted three days is now going almost two years. Um, but that is contingent on the Ukrainians getting weapons that they didn't have before from the United States and other countries. And the United States is responsible for, for more military and financial aid than any other country. And so if, for some reason, um, the Americans can't provide the Ukrainians with any more financial aid, 
then basically Putin had to wait two years for this, but he's going to get what he wants. And uh, President Biden is right about that. So a source telling CNN today that a declassified U.S. intelligence assessment that Congress received in the context of all of this conversation about aid, right, says that Putin has lost 315,000 troops uh, on the battlefield and that the war has basically set back 15 years of Russian effort to modernize its ground force, 15 years. So you could look at that and say, if you're, if you're looking at doing damage to the Russian military machine, that damage is being done. But is there any point at which these losses get too big for Putin to continue? And obviously, this question would be contingent upon, you know, support, obviously, continuing. Well, I should point out that Putin doesn't really care about how many of his own soldiers are killed. He has no empathy. He's, he's really a psychopath. Um, but having said that, there is one factor, which is that he operates in a country with a lot of people who could one day rise up against him. And the 300 and some odd thousand people who are dead, that's 20 times more than the Soviet Union lost in Afghanistan. They lost about 15,000. And, and that was over a 10-year period. And that led to the mothers of the Soviet Union rising up and, and forcing the, the regime to withdraw from Afghanistan. And so, you know, it's it's Putin can do this as long as he's running a complete totalitarian system where everybody, even the mothers and wives and sisters and brothers of, of the soldiers who are lost, um, can't rise up. But if at any point they start to rise up and, and organize, then Putin is really in a, in a bad place. And 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 so it's it's not certain what what, what that moment is. And um, and Putin seems to think that he can carry on. Right. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, that moment hasn't happened. I think confounding many, right? And the question is, it, it, when? I mean, one person who obviously had been, the, well, the leader of the opposition, had spoken up against Putin, uh, prior to all this was Alexei Navalny, poisoned uh, with Novichok, put in a penal colony. And one of his closest aides yesterday told me that he's been missing for a week and that right before he went missing, his lawyers were unable to get access to him, he now hasn't appeared at multiple hearings, that he had a health incident and needed an IV. But no one knows anything about what happened to him since then. So he could be sick, he could be moved to the, a, a worse penal colony, as, as could be the case, could be dead, they don't know. I mean, wh what do you think could happen here? Well, I think, I think the very best case scenario is that they've put him uh, in the transfer system between the prisons. And, and we've seen this before with, um, with various people, including Navalny, uh, um, where, they, where you, when you're being transferred, you effectively get lost and nobody has access to where you are. You can't communicate. Your lawyers don't know where you are. And that may be, that, that may be where he is. And that is the best case scenario. And of course, the worst case scenario is that something catastrophic has happened to Alexei Navalny. And that's entirely possible. And it's particularly ominous with the fact that he had this incident where he collapsed six days ago, and that was the last anyone's ever heard from him. Yeah, uh, of course, and we wait, we wait for news there, hearing nothing today for yet another day. Bill Browder, thank you very much. Thank you.